Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. Lots going on in your household today, I feel. Yeah, I got a text from my husband, Aaron, this morning, and it's an article that said, 36-hour fast, monk fast, everything you need to know. Is this, when he does this, is this like something he wants to try out? Like, is it a serious thing? I think so. He was like, we should try this. And so I'm looking through it and Aaron's been on a health kick lately, which is awesome because he's motivated right now. He's been working out, going to the gym regularly, and I've been trying to keep up with him. (laughs) But I was like, a 36-hour fast challenge? Like, I don't know if I can do that. This is a lot. I'm looking through this and you can consume unsweetened tea or black coffee, but that's it for 36 hours. I mean, I look, I think whatever you want to do to benefit your health, whatever works for you, I think you should do it. But fasting for 36 hours, I'm thinking of all the delicious things that I'm going to miss out on. I'm thinking that you're going to have to deal with a hangry Jenny, so you better have all the Snickers bars on deck for when this is done. (laughs) It's McCabe and Jenny. We're the all-new Afternoon Mix with one of our new segments, Who's the Bobo Head? Yeah, basically, McCabe and I go back and forth on so much. We decided to take some of our debates to the air and and have you decide which one of us is right versus wrong. And we tried out a bunch of different names. And some of the first names we came up with, which we have right here, they didn't get approved. So that's why we went with who's the Bobo Head. So here's one of the names I suggested. Who's the Yeah, but I was also thinking who's the <laughs> that, that was one of my favorites. Um, also, I liked who's the no, I thought this one would have been so funny is if we could have done who's the. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I mean, there's certain things and words we can't say. So we had to just settle on who's the bobo head because we don't want any big fines. And our bosses, <laughs> they really had to go through that list. And today, I think you're the bobo head. There's this woman who lives in our apartment building and we've got a dog run in our building. So there's three separate areas for you to let your dog do their business. Three separate areas. And for whatever reason, she always just lets her dog come charging in to the one my dog's in because they're both small dogs. And so when my dog gets aggressive, I'm like, okay, that's her fault because she didn't ask me first if it was okay to have her dog be around mine. So you're thinking every time someone goes into your dog run area, they need to ask permission. When I have my dog, I just like to let him go have a good time. Like, go play, go meet new friends, go hang out. I think you should ask because I'm like, if you don't and that dog's aggressive, then I'm pretty sure... I would get in trouble if my dog were to attack. Not that my dog is that vicious, but she just doesn't get along with other dogs. That's why I think you and your dog are the bobo head (laughs) in this situation, because I think if you're in a common area like that, you should be able to bring, if you're already there with your dog and someone sees you there, they should be able to bring their dog in. Now, I think that you should always ask first to protect your baby and my baby, but who's the bobo head here? What do you think, Trucker Greg? Jenny, I'm sorry, but you are the bobo head only because... 
Oh, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Only because <laughs> you have the aggressive dog, and technically it is a public place, so you should be the one to tell people right when they're about to come in there, say, hey, you know what, my, my dog is very aggressive. You know, you're letting them know and let them make the choice whether to come in or not. Which is usually what I'll do. I'll be like, hey, I don't know if my dog will get along with yours, but if my dog did go after their dog, would it be my fault or their fault? If they already know that your dog is aggressive or if there's they already know that your dog could go after theirs, then it is their fault. If you don't say anything and your dog goes and, you know, then then that would be your fault. All right. So I'm just going to warn him. All right. She is. Uh... Yeah. Can you like put a jacket on or something that has just explaining, like, don't come up to me and my dog? <laughs> exactly. Jenny, you are the bubblehead. <laughs> Ellie, who's the bobohead? I think the responsible thing to do is to ask somebody else that's already in the dog run because like, you don't know how the other dogs are going to react to other dogs. That's what I'm saying. Keep your dogs on leash until you know that dogs are friendly. Protect your dog and the other person's dog. My dog is excited and just likes to dart and run in there. I think you should maybe have a sign or something <laughs> like to warn I'm not me. I'm wearing a sign. I'm going to have a sign and how are the people going to know that that's what the sign says? You are the bobo hide. So you're telling me if we live in the same building and you're first in one of the dog runs and then I bring my dog Max down, you're going to act like I can't come in there? What if they want I'm going to warn you that my dog might not like your dog, but it's your fault if my dog gets uh, mean towards your dog because you didn't ask first. I shouldn't have to ask first. It is a public place. I need to take my dog potty. All right, who is the bobo head in this situation? I, I think I do agree with Jenny a little bit. Yes. Whereas I think you should have, it's a common courtesy to where if you're if you come into a space and you see somebody by themselves you, i do feel like you should at least ask like hey is it okay if we come in here because here's the thing if you've got two other empty rooms like why not use those two rooms you know mm-hmm. if this was like a public park i would 100 percent be siding with the cave because at that point like you're in like a dog park you're like what do you expect but yeah if you're not using it as a playroom i definitely feel like i think it's a common courtesy so i i do kind of think that today mccabe might be the the bobo head <laughs> I honestly think like your little dog BB needs doggy counseling. Sounds She's like sounds training. like she has little anger issues. I know she can't hang out with We've taken her to so many training programs, but it's just the breed. Uh, she's a miniature pincher, and they're just protective breeds. But she is the sweetest person towards people. It's just other dogs. She can be, but I think you know what? You should have a, a, carry a little sign with you, or have a T-shirt that says <laughs> "Stay away from my dog." Someone or it said, will attack. If you know your dog doesn't play well with others, then you shouldn't take your dog out in a public space. I'm like, well, where is she supposed to pee? You can find a place, go out to the street or something. That's a public space. <laughs> um, we also have someone said, totally agree with Jenny on this one. Always ask if one dog can play with another to avoid problems. You can say that, but sometimes when you go into a space, the dogs just like run at each other. The Afternoon Mix. Deal breaker drama. And this is from Tim. He said, a deal breaker for me is not living with someone before getting engaged to them. In my last relationship, my ex wouldn't move in with me until I put a ring on her finger. It was too much pressure for me. I had to live with my husband, Aaron, before we got engaged and before we made that commitment. But on the flip side, I get Tim's ex's perspective because like it is a huge commitment to live with someone you share a lot of finances you share furniture you put a name on a contract together in most cases 
And and I just think like, so I get it because that is terrible if you were to break up and have to go through dividing everything. It's hard. Okay, I have had to go through all of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. So, uh-huh. I mean, this is a very similar situation in my last relationship. One of the th- We were like dating for five years and at five, we finally decided to move in together. But that's just always been my thing. I figure... Before we get engaged, like you gotta, you gotta live with each other. You gotta see how we are in clo- in a closed place. Like h- how you are in the bathroom. How do you deal with dishes and all that kind of stuff? Because I, I want to know that before popping the question: Are we actually going to get along? If living together. And did you, like, did it change? Well, like, there was, things? you know what, there was, I remember before we moved in, there was always this argument, well, I think we should be engaged before we move in. And I'm like, no, that's like, for me, that's like re- reverse in my brain for some reason. Like, I don't, I don't want to be engaged first. I think we should live together first to which make you sure. Which did, it sounds like. Which we did. And so and that, did you like it? I mean, did that change your relationship? No, I mean, I think aside from it not working out, I, I still figure it was good to work, good to live together. We did learn things from each other. Um, you, you, you kind of like figured out what makes someone upset, what makes them happy. But I would rather still live with a person before getting engaged. Well, let us know if you've dealt with something like this or if you've heard of someone who has 312-233-1019. And do you have to live with someone before getting engaged or do you think it's vice versa? Like you won't move in until there's a ring on your finger. I can definitely see it from both sides, but I think it's smart to know how you live together because a lot of different relationship dynamics can change when you live together. Like it could go better, it could get worse. And you might want to know that before you get committed for life. Yeah, I mean, you're going to want to live with me before you see my bathroom. Like, <laughs> You're going to want to know that McCabe never puts that toilet seat down. Yeah. He never restocks the toilet paper. What do you think? Live together first or get engaged first? Get engaged first. Really? Yeah. It worked out for you, I'm guessing? Yeah, 10 years we've been married. Um, the reason I say that is I think it's unrealistic to think that while you're dating, you're not sleeping over at each other's houses and that kind of thing. Anyways, you already have an idea about how they live and their habits and everything. So I figure um, if you're not willing to love them, how they're however they live, then you probably shouldn't be getting engaged or married or any of that anyway. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, you you do spend like almost every night at their place anyway. Now you're making me question like past relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes, before getting engaged, you should live together. We are the all new afternoon mix. What do you think? I live with my boyfriend now. We're not engaged, but I have a specific story about a friend of mine. Uh-oh. Similar situation. They were like, you, we have to be engaged before we move in together. Um, um, so they ended up breaking up because he was in a master's program. He wasn't ready to get engaged. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
just yet. They broke up. He finally healed. He's ready to date again. And I ran into her, and it was very obvious she still missed him. She's like, hey, if you see him, tell him that I look look really good, blah, blah, blah. So she, I think, kind of feels like she messed up. Because now, if they stayed together, they probably would have been engaged. That's actually not a bad idea. Could you DM some of my exes, Jenny, and be like, ah, oh, he's looking so good. <laughs> I not- don't think so. I think you're a lost cause. <laughs> um, 100%, yes, you should live together before you get engaged. I already have children, and so I was like, well, I want him to be like part of my life and see how he interacts in the household. And so he moved in, and ever since then, like, we were able to really figure out, like, who does what, how do we different things up, like, I was able to observe, like, how does he get along with my kids, like, how does homework go, how do, like, you know, shuttling to and from sporting events go, and then I was like, okay, you're worthy, like, you're definitely worthy of being, like, part of our life. I feel like mine was the opposite of that. It was like, why aren't the dishes done? Why is there laundry everywhere? <laughs> that means you weren't worthy. <laughs> Asking for a friend, and this is stuff that maybe you want to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. We keep it anonymous, and you can ask us anything. Either text or call 312-233-1019. And this text says, my fiance wants to do a couple's bachelor bachelorette party. I'm so against it. It's my last big weekend with my girls. Who should get their way? Wow. I mean, do you really want to start an argument right before you're about to get married <laughs> over the bachelor bachelorette party? I can't relate to this because my husband and I did hours separately. We would never do a joint thing. You know what? I had a friend um, whose fiance, she was like, you're not doing one by yourself. Like, it's not going to oh. be a guy's weekend and it's not going to be a girl's weekend. Like, she laid it down. Whoa. And at first, you know, as friends, we're sitting around like, oh, come on, man. Like, we we can't go do, like, all of this stuff. And What, like, what kind of stuff? What you, like, you know. We just, can't do all of what stuff? <laughs> like, uh, we want dancing. To go oh, dancing. Okay. You know, dancing. that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, normal stuff. Yeah. But, um, so we did end up doing a split bachelor, bachelorette party, which, again, I was kind of like, eh, in the beginning, but it turned out cool. We did like the whole pool thing. We went to Vegas. Okay. We did the whole pool thing during the day. Then uh, my buddy's a huge poker player. So we had we did like a poker poker tournament with all the guys. Um, then like rested up. And then we went to like a nice dinner. And then we met at a nightclub. And that's where the two groups met. So Oh, it was so the like, whole thing wasn't together. Because I right. was like. So I, that's why I think there's like compromise. If you do it, you know, maybe do the entire weekend. It could be like the guys doing one thing, the girls doing one thing. And then at the end of the night, we met it up at a nightclub. And just, you know, everyone had a good time then. Yeah, I get that because I thought they did the entire weekend, like all festivities together. That would be a little different because part of the fun of going to Vegas with your big group of girls is getting free drinks. From <laughs> I mean, come on. Like you're thinking about free drinks right before yes, you're about to I'm get married. I'm thinking about how to save money in any. Lo- I even told my fiance when Aaron was my fiance, I was like, hey, this is our goal. And I kept him updated with the whole thing. He didn't care. He was like, yeah, save money. <laughs> I bet you had one of those Venmos on your Instagram. It's like, it, my I'm, friend it's set party it up time, for me. party my time, Venmo set me. set that up for me. But that's not about, it's not about my Venmo. <laughs> it's about who should get their way. You know, if one person in the relationship wants to do a couple's bachelor, bachelorette party, and the other is like, no, I kind of want my own journey. Call us up. One word, compromise. 
I think it's your last hurrah. It is your last moment to, I would say, be single but not be single, if that makes sense. Like, you're not officially attached. There is no legal thing that has happened yet. So this is your last hurrah. And I think that it should be separate because you're going to be stuck with that guy for the rest of your life. You might as well do one more thing for yourself. So I think it needs to be separate for the relationship to be healthy. Hmm. I mean, your last big hurrah, I mean, there's different different uh, definitions of hurrah. If it's my hurrah, I'm afraid my hurrah is going to cause us not to even get married. What? I think for your sake, you better be okay with whatever they wish. You'd be like, I just want to get married. So whatever you want, sweetie. Like, I'll be happy when, when someone's just interested in me. Like I'm taking like little baby steps. That'll be fine. So if, if we eventually get there, sure. But if we're, if we're talking about last hurrahs, I don't know if I want to send my fiance off to whatever destination and be like, all right, it's your last hurrah. <laughs> Go get it yeah, in. Yeah, get whatever it is yeah, out of your system. Get in. Hurrah. Oh my gosh. You know, no way. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so terrible, too, what I've witnessed um, people do on their batch parties that aren't really faithful. Shame, 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 shame. Jeez, jeez, jeez. <laughs> Who is this? Hi, this is Amy. Amy, are you familiar with Trends in 10? I am, yes. All right, we're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic, and when you do so today, you are getting our $100 gift certificate to Coda de Volpe. Awesome. Amy, are you into college basketball at all? Um, not so much. <laughs> it's okay, at least you're honest. Well, I do hope you know a little bit about basketball, because that's what today's Trends in 10 is about. The 26th Big Ten Men's Basketball Tournament is being held today through Sunday at the UC and the city of Chicago is host for the 11th time this year. But I myself, I'm an Iowa Hawkeye fan. They're the defending Big Ten tournament champion. But Amy, I would like to know, can you name 10 things you would spot at a basketball game in 10 seconds? Sure. All right. We'll give you a countdown in three, three two, two, one, go. Basketball players, coaches, cheerleaders, folding chairs, bleachers, jumbotrons, bands, Announcers, microphones, concession stands. Yes, you just got it, in Amy. Time. <laughs> For not being a fan, you sure know a lot. <laughs> it helps my son is a high school basketball player. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, you might want to take your son out to dinner. You just scored a hundred dollar gift certificate to Coda de Vope. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. Thank you, Amy. And also good news for you, Jenny. I was walking to work and I saw your Hawkeyes bus parked oh, on the Oh, you know so they do. They play at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. So do you mind if I just take the day off and go watch that? Uh, you know, I was thinking oh. about it and I already took the day off. So <laughs> you're going to be here and I will send you photos from oh, the game. Okay? okay. I know you're a big Hawkeyes fan. So <laughs> you'll, so Jenny will still be here tomorrow, 5.05, <laughs> doing Trends in 10 with another great gift certificate. All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also, get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?